All right. Hello and welcome, Just a Family. This is giving you something to talk about or just a live TV, as I like to call it. I'm your host, Melissa Kretschler. Today, we're going to be talking about what is strength. And this is a huge question for many. Um, and a lot of people don't understand what it really is to be strong. So we're going to be getting into that, deep diving into that. Our sponsor today is the Women Supporting Women Network. Um, if you want to share your stories, vent your frustrations, or just find support from women whose mission it is to support other women, even if, it, even if that's everyday women looking to support each other, go and join the Women Supporting Women Can Network. Uh, the Facebook group is linked in the description. Go and check that out. I'm going to hand it over to our guest speaker to introduce herself. Would you like to do the honors? Yes, ma'am. Thank you for having me. My name is Sherry Dixon, and I am what I call a recovering public educator. I spent the last 28 years um, in public education, the last 16 as an elementary principal, and about two years ago, I had kind of a big major um, experience in my life. I lost a close friend. He had a heart attack suddenly and passed on, and it made me start to realize life is pretty short. And when you are a public educator, you dedicate your life to the work. And I couldn't even remember when I had my last vacation. And so um, as I was starting to figure out at the age of 50 what my life was going to be, I stumbled upon um, life coaching. And here I am today as a life and growth coach. It's so interesting how many of us coaches are actually in it from our own from our own experiences, right? Um, I know I started my journey spiritually teaching because that's what I went through at the time. And I have an unnatural gift to coach. So I don't know why, but it's just, it is what it is. Um, so today we're talking about what is strength. And when you and I were talking about, I, I went back and I rewatched our our pre-screening interview, sorry. Um, and I was looking at it and he got me all fired up. And a lot of the time we think strength is a certain thing or a certain way of living or a certain way of being. And it really isn't. Um, and I've mentioned this, I, I believe on the show or in one of my, in, in one of the pre-screenings, but getting up in the morning, Getting out of bed is strength. Getting things done that you don't want to do is strength. Having conversations with people, strength, interaction, strength, communication, strength. There are so many different ways that we're strong and we don't see it. Because we think that we have to overcome this huge ob obstacle to be strong, that we have to be thriving and surviving and all of these things to be strong when really just making a decision is strength. Absolutely. I agree with you 100%. <laughs> I don't know why people, why people think that that is though. Like it's, it, it, it is because, you know, getting up for kids, getting up and going to school, saying hi to somebody new right? That's courage. That's strength. That's confidence. That's saying, hi, I'm Melissa. How are you? Right? Um, showing up on this show live <laughs> across the globe, <laughs> that's strength. And I think when we forget that and we forget how, and it's, it's really easy to forget how strong we are. But when we forget that, 
we become scared and we lose our confidence and we lose our, our empowered feelings and our courage. And we think that, oh, I, I have to, and again, we have to do like this big, huge grand gesture of strength. And it's like, but I'm strong every day. Absolutely. I will just say, I do think that we are our own worst enemy at times. I think that we get in our own heads, you know, even as children, I remember back to, and I've been reflecting a lot on this because my journey really started way back as a child, building my own self-confidence, trying to figure out how I fit into the world, just like other women. And then through all the different seasons in life. And, you know, it just depends on what you're going through what you're enduring as to how you will exhibit strength, but we are our first person in the world that's going to tell us, no, you can't do that. No, don't take that first step because we're very hard on ourselves. And I think that being strong encompasses not just what you look like on the outside, but how you feel about yourself on the inside. I think that's the very first step in building that strength, that mindset that you can take a first step and accomplish anything you want in life, for sure. But you said it best. It's sometimes just being able to smile at someone and say good morning. And if that's something that you're working on your personal goal, well, then look at that accomplishment. And are you celebrating that win? Because that's what's going to keep you motivated and keep you moving along. Um. I want to share one message with people um, to anybody watching. If, if you have the fortune of catching this part of this episode, whether it's live or on the replay, I want you to think about this. And this is one of the main reasons I created the Women's Supporting Women Network. If you are in a situation that you feel like you have no control, you have no strength, you have no recourse, that you are being abused or violated or um step down or squish down to made to feel like a little ant or or you know powerless i want to remind you that living takes strength walking away to fight another day takes strength keeping quiet to save yourself takes strength enduring whatever it is that you're enduring so that you can potentially survive and thrive takes strength. And I think, again, a lot of people don't realize how much strength it takes to survive trauma. Oh, I agree with you on that one. And, you know, one of the things when you come across, when you work in the people industry, right? Teaching is people industry. Coaching is the people industry. I listen to a lot of stories. I'm very observant. I really want to learn from others. And something that I have absolutely learned is that we're afraid to take those steps because we're so worried about judgment. And that doesn't mean you're not strong. If you're, if you're afraid, that doesn't mean you're not strong. It just means you have something that you need to work through in order to get to the other side of it. And I love what you said about, you know, sometimes you have to be quiet because that's strength. Sometimes you have to just figure out your path. 
And like I said before, I think everything is about your own individual needs at the moment. And those needs are going to change throughout your life, um, even month by month, you know, for some people. But believing in you, not comparing yourself to others, not worrying about the judgment, but knowing that you're living life for you, for what makes you happy. And knowing that, I just did a Facebook Live on my own page talking about, do you live life on purpose or do you live life by chance? And before you can ever live your life on purpose, you need to know what your purpose is. And so many people I talked to, I interviewed a lady, a friend of mine, not too far back. She was also turning 50 and she was saying that somebody asked her what she wanted to do for her birthday. And she said, I honestly couldn't answer them because I didn't know what I liked. I put everybody else first before me. And so knowing what it is you want out of life, giving yourself permission to not worry about the judgment, the comparison, and taking that first step, that's all about being a strong woman as well. Yep, absolutely. Um Perfection is another. Um, and you my language. Yeah, and it's. I was looking at our notes, um, and I had written down perfectionist. And we think that perfection is strength. Having everything perfect, having everything aligned, having you know all of our ducks in a row, having everything go smoothly. Um, I was having a conversation with somebody today and I, and I said to them that, you know, living in the moment, we're always going to have struggles. We're always going to have little traumas, big traumas, little struggles, big struggles. We're here to experience that. That's the part of life. And I was asked recently, you know, um, people who are, who are happy like me, <laughs> the most part I'm a very happy-go-lucky person and I fly by the seat of my pants and I was asked how like how are you happy all the time and if if I get into something with somebody um I recently got into an argument with somebody and I had brought up things that that had bothered me prior to that that we hadn't really discussed and they're like like, are you holding a grudge? And he said, I'm not holding a grudge. I compartmentalize. So what ends up happening is when, I, when something bothers me, I think about it and I process it. Right. And I, and I process why it bothers me because I don't necessarily always put it on somebody else that it's that, that I'm triggered because I'm triggered because of me. Um, but if I get into it with somebody and I mention these things, it's automatically assumed that they're grudges. I'm like, no, I'm not holding a grudge. Like 90% of the time, I'm happy, go lucky. I'm, you know, I'm living life. I'm enjoying the moment. But when a trauma comes up, we tend to become over emotionally stimulated or emotionally charged, I like to call it. And when you're emotionally charged, everything becomes 10 times worse or 10 times more powerful. So when we are emotionally charged and not focusing on our strength, right? And we're, we're focusing on all the stuff that's not going right because <laughs> perfectionism, when it's not going right, 
you were hella emotionally yeah. charged. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, then, then everything, every little thing, you know, and it's, it's funny because perfectionists want perfection because they don't feel like they have control, right? Perfectionism is a lack of control, right? And, and a need to feel in control. Um, and a need to have your life look a certain way. Everything has to be perfect. Like literally if you drew on the wall where the paintings are supposed to go, those paintings are even a little bit slid to the left or right. It's the end of the world. You're you're emotionally charged. Right. Um, And life is like that. And that's why, you know, when we find that strength to go, okay, it's, you know, it's not the end of the world. I'm just going to go, you know, if I look at one of my paintings and they're crooked a little bit, I can sit there and I have the choice. I'm like, well, do I go up and just slide it back into place because whatever? Um, or do I do I sit there and go, meh, doesn't matter. Either way, you can want things to look a certain way. The strength is knowing that you have the control. You have the power to say, is this going to bother me? Is it going to ruin my entire day and make me yell at everybody because the painting was not where it was supposed to be, which means somebody screwed up and knocked into it, right? Um, and again, it just becomes this whole vicious tornado of a cycle because we're emotionally charged about the one thing we can't control. So I will share with you, I love what you just said because it, it really comes down to cycles, right? So growing up, I grew up in a home that was pretty, it was messy. Um, My mom and I really didn't have the greatest of relationships. We stopped our relationship when I was 14 and um, I lived with my dad and my stepmother and she was just seven years older than me. So you can see it was kind of a challenge just kind of figuring out where I fit into the world. And then shortly after high school, I was in college, but I found myself pregnant unexpectedly. And um, at the time, we made the choice to get married. Clearly, probably wasn't the best choice, because 20 years later, we ended up in divorce. But I can tell you, because of that, those circumstances, I got exactly where you were talking about, I became a perfectionist, because I needed to feel some kind of control over my life. And I felt like if everything looked perfect, everything felt perfect. If I was perfect, if I was the perfect wife, if I was the perfect mother, I was the perfect teacher, I was the perfect daughter, I was the perfect whatever, then that was going to produce love, right? It was going to produce people wanting to be around me, I would be popular, I would be loved, I would have that control. And when it comes crashing down, it comes crashing down. And just what you said, if one little thing is out of place, it's like your emotions take over and you can't, you've, all of this control that you've tried to build throughout your entire life, you've lost it in a second and you have zero control and it's all because you were trying to control. So it's just this vicious cycle of what you're doing is just almost making your life worse. And it is learning that everybody has good days and everybody has tough days. And we're going to have circumstances that really light us up and make us excited about life. And we're going to have circumstances where we're going to have to do some self-coaching and work with our, our own emotions and figure out where we fit in the world. And ultimately learning that the only control we have 
is how we respond to the world, you know, how we show up, how we take it when something happens. And I admire the fact that you have said you're pretty go with the flow because not too many people in the world are. And um, sometimes that can be misconstrued as being, you know, aloof or not caring about things. But I think more importantly, we have to remember to find that balance where we still believe that good things can happen in the world and we're still going to accomplish all of our goals. And as a recovering perfectionist, you learn what's most important to be worried about and what are some of those things where you can be a little more go with the flow. Um, I remember days where I used to have to have every single day planned out. And if we were going to go on a trip, for example, which we didn't do often, mainly because I was so controlling about it. I needed to know when we were leaving, what time exactly down to the minute, what I needed to pack and those types of things. And um, that's no way to live a life, you know, and it can be exhausting. Overwhelming. I'm going to stop you on that one. And <laughs> I'm going to suggest we do another episode on perfection <laughs> because... <laughs> Absolutely, I'm game. Completely <laughs> lost topic now, um, and that's totally fine. No, no, no issue there because I did open that can. <laughs> no, but I think that it all does kind of relate because I think if you go back to being strong, what does it mean to be strong? Is to also give yourself grace to make mistakes. Yep, absolutely. And when you realize that you're on this path of, ooh, I am too controlling, give yourself. Mm-hmm. the permission to say, I'm going to, I'm going to work on that. And I'm going to make some changes so that I can be better for all of the people around me, including myself. Yeah. So I think it does all tie together, but absolutely. I'll come back and we talk do, about we perfectionism. Need so um, <laughs> you're going to have to search that email again and set up another one because I'm down to do that episode like crazy. Um, sorry. Uh, my cat is screaming at me from the other side of the door um (laughs) they're obsessed lately I don't know what it is um but strength strength is limitless right and you know um kids kids find that they don't have any strength and I could go back into perfectionism on that one because that's part of that process um but kids feel that they don't have any strength because they don't have any control. Um, and they're, they're overpowered with parents going, you have to do it this way. You have to do it my way. Uh, you go to school and then it's like, oh, you have to be here at this time for this long doing these things. And then like everything, right. Um, strength is, is just being yourself right? It's knowing who you are and, and being strong and secure. I'm going to go into my smarter method here. Um, but it's, it's having that security in who you are in your identity. Mm-hmm. It's having, you know, the, the accountability to say, Hey, I know who I am. I know what I want. I'm going to make decisions and I'm, I'm going to take action and I'm going to live a life that I love that, you know, just even acknowledging it vocally and saying, I am Melissa, that's strength, right? I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, wearing different earrings, coloring your hair, getting your nails done, 
going outside of the norm, right? Shopping at Target with all the pride stuff <laughs> that people are freaking out about. Not knowing who Matt Riff is and, and the whole ticket fiasco that's all over the internet right now, right? Um, and just embracing and acknowledging that you are who you are. That has, for me, that's the biggest strength. And I, and the reason I really wanted to do this episode was because I wanted to encourage everybody to know, again, that strength is even just the little things that you do every day, having a shower, getting out of bed, you know, telling your loved ones you love them, um, driving your kids to school when you don't want to get out of bed. I didn't want to get out of bed. Um, there's, there's strength, little, little symbols of strength in every day every day getting up and going to work knowing that you don't want to but you should so that you know money um and pay your bills um you know texting that cute person down the street and going hi you know i wanted to know if you wanted to go for dinner right there's strength and courage in every day but we just need to start acknowledging it and when you start to acknowledge that there's that those little bits and pieces of strength every day we start to build our confidence we start to build our courage we start to take action and to really feel like we're strong and and just really claim our power as a strong person I love that. Um, I will tell you something that I've started practicing most recently. A lot of people will talk about, you know, you wake up in the morning and you kind of meditate or set your intentions for the day. And, and I always do that, but I tend to do it the night before so that I can be, you know, thinking about. And if I wake up in the night because I'm not a great sleeper, I have something to think about. Right. But what I always do every night before I go to bed, and I used to do this with my daughter when she was young as well as I do a reflection of the day. So back when she was home, I'd always say to her, tell me one thing bad about today. And I'd always start with that question. And she would come up with something every day. She's theater and she was drama and, you know, she's a princess, but she would always find something. And I'd say, okay, now tell me something great about today. And she would tell me as she got older, that that was something that she always remembers because it would put her frame of mind in a place where she could calm, go to sleep and wake up the next morning with a positive mind. And so I do that with myself and I sit down and I try to think about, OK, what challenges did I have today? But then I always end with what were my wins for the day? And I think that that's part of recognizing your strengths. And, and acknowledging the fact that you took even that smallest little step. I'm making a huge transition right now. I'm going from a six-figure salary that's very consistent with benefits that I don't have to pay for as a principal. And I've decided to quit my job. And I'm going into this online world. And it is the scariest thing I've ever done in my entire life. So every small win, I have to celebrate it because I, I won't keep going if I don't. And how disappointed would I be in myself if I gave up, mm -hmm. you know? So I think that that's something, if you want an easy practice to put into place is just to stop every day and take five minutes. Just think about what were your wins for the day, small or big and celebrate them. Yeah, and to add on to that, uh, my 80 year old mother-in-law <laughs> taught me very long time ago that every day, 
she will write down three things that she did that day, right? You don't have to worry about how many things you did or what you did. Three things, whether that was showering, whether that was cleaning the kitchen, whether that was taking out the garbage, whatever that looks like, write down three things that you did at the end of every day. And you feel accomplished. You feel like you actually did something. Um, I know people who, you know, will do a ton of stuff around the house and be like, I felt like I did nothing all day. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, dude, <laughs> you just did like <laughs> half the years of chores. But um, needless to say, find little things every day that you can find strength in, that you can find power in and control and <sighs> confidence. Absolutely. I all right. absolutely. Um, I'm going to hand it over to you and ask if there's anything else you'd like to add before we get going. I would just say, you know, I've been doing some public speaking lately, and I really have focused on that whole sense of believing in yourself. Um, I have so many people in my life that are on both ends of the spectrum with that. Some people that are so very self-confident, and you see them just take life by the horns, so to speak, and, and do amazing things. And then I have people very close to me who doubt every decision they make. To, to a point where these are 40, 50 year old women that will say to me, what do you think? Do you think I made the right decision? Which I have to respond sometimes and say, I'm not you. I don't know. You have to do it for you. Yeah. Um, but having even the strength to know you're valuable as a person, as a human. And if you make a mistake, it's okay. Learn from it. Don't just quit from it, but learn from it and keep going forward, making every day better than the day before. I truly do believe that. Absolutely. Love that. Wholeheartedly love that. And I'm going to leave it at that. Um, Thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. I love being on. We definitely need to do another episode on perfectionists. All right. Um, for anybody who wants to reach out to either myself or Sherry, you can do so. Our links are in the description of this episode. Go and click the link, follow Sherry, find out what she does, how you can get involved and learn more about her story through her journey. Um, if you want to be a guest speaker, blogger, sponsor, or if you want to see a topic featured on the show, please make sure that you reach out to us at justalivetv.com. I am your host, Melissa Kretschler, and I thank you all for watching and joining. And again, Sherry, thank you so much. Thanks. Bye. All right. Bye.